Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. PadDonation.com Introducing Jewel Pads, a healthy choice for families that support our mission with the collaboration of the Justice for My Jewel campaign, which sheds light on the silent suffering females have endured because of the chemical and inferior makeup of the tampons and sanitary napkins made available to them. The campaign has become a healthier alternative. Jewel Pads has 10 times more absorbency and eight layers of protection. The infused Nobel Prize winning material, Graphene Strip, will provide various health benefits that potentially help relieve painful abdominal cramps, help balance the body's pH, help eliminate harmful bacteria, help with odor, help fight fatigue, boost metabolism, boost immune system. Graphene moves heat away from the core and contains vibrational energy. Jewel products include different sizes according to your feminine flow. 30% of the proceeds of sales of Jewel Pads benefits students without mother's charity. Help us in providing healthy and safe sanitary napkins to girls attending college. Our wives, daughters, mothers, and sisters deserve a choice, not just to live, but to live a healthy life. You can bring real hope to women. Try Jewel at paddonation.com. Welcome back to the Sunday Radio Broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. Also, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from the KJAG Radio Studios in Ashton, Kansas. We are live Monday through Friday, 2 to 5 Central, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific, and 1 to 4 Mountain Standard. And, of course, Sundays with the Sunday Radio Broadcast, 2 to 4 Central, 3 to 5 Eastern, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps. On-demand podcasts available on iHeartRadio and TalkShoe. Live Twitch video as well on our supersonic website. Be sure to add us as a friend on Twitch. It helps us out over there. 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Live video on Twitch, Periscope, Facebook Live, and YouTube. Talk to us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar. Also, follow us on Twitter at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-Y-R. Live videos each and every day at youtube.com slash J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. Live on Sundays. Replay on the mix on Tuesdays. And the Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast is brought to you by our good friends over there. Joel Heath is available on Amazon. He's got Journey to Jurshan. Also, Battle for Jurshan. They are both available on Amazon. And they are absolutely amazing. Check out Journey to Jushan. And also, the incredible Battle for Jushan. Check it out today on Amazon. Just search J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-T-O-J-E-R-S-H-O-N and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia. 
Worldwide. We've got our next segment coming up right now here on our big program. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. We have got a great guest today. But before we do that, let's tell you about clean, washable PPE, which is mailed direct to you. Uh, that's right. Check this out. We're hoping everyone is staying safe out there, and we want to bring an important message to you today to take the very next step. We'd like you to join GoFundMe.com. Search clean, washable PPE mailed direct to you. We're looking at these Images right now on your screen, absolutely amazing stuff. They have got plenty of different models and different things. Uh, absolutely amazing. You can get more information if you've ordered 3,000 of these polyester face shields, but you still need more. And a lot of people need them because of COVID-19, the lockdown. Look at some of these things. These things are absolutely beautiful. Absolutely amazing. A fantastic selection over there. You can get more information right now and help them meet their $20,000 goal. Clean, washable, PPE, mailed direct to you. Oh, that's right. It's available at GoFundMe.com. Search clean, washable, PPE, mailed direct to you. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide right now. More on our big program. AMFM247.com. We've got Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. And uh, Niall always brings us the technology news of the week. And uh, it's always uh, an interesting world uh, with technology, Niall. Well, what do you have for us this week, my friend? You know, we are going to cover the gamut from, uh, you know, maybe some high... Uh, High stakes and tense situations happening in Hong Kong to baby owls in England. So I, I'm <laughs> going to cover it all. We we always uh, have a very very fun time with Niall Nickel, and uh, he joins us today here on our big program. And um, so, what do you have for us first, Niall? So let's talk about uh, what's happening in China. As everybody knows, uh, you know Hong Kong is having a huge problem with the protest, and uh, they're trying to basically lock down 100% of any dissent. In fact, me saying bad things about what's going on in Hong Kong right now could actually cause the Chinese government to impose fines on me. Wow. Believe it or not. So, you know, I may not be traveling to China anytime soon, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but Google, Facebook, and Twitter announced um, and by the way, Facebook includes an app called WhatsApp, that they are no longer going to respond to user requests from Hong Kong law enforcement authority uh, for any data re relating to what's going on in Hong Kong uh, because they're using it to really crack down on people and, and human rights violations and all of that. And just as I say that, Microsoft and Zoom also joined in. So... A lot of uh, things have been popping up. Now, China, China's really striking back hard right now. You know, TikTok has become this really massive viral app in the United States now. 
Um, and if you don't know TikTok, ask anybody that's 20 years old or below, guarantee you. Oh, they'll yeah. They'll tell you all about TikTok. Yeah. Ev- but yeah. Uh, <laughs> China is now saying, you know what? If you're going to do that to us, well, we're going to ban TikTok from you. You can't use it in the United States. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, they're already saying that they're going to pull it from the Google and Apple apps. But if you already have it, I'm not sure what they're going to do about it. <laughs> Banning TikTok. We've got uh, Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live, and uh, you can find him on Twitter at Niall Nickel. He is uh, fantastic. He always has the great technology tips. And uh, so, so they're banning TikTok overseas. Uh, what, what, what are some of the other uh, pressing matters that we need to be aware of, sir? Well, I don't know uh, how many people have heard, but, you know, um, all of the big tech companies from Amazon and, and Microsoft and IBM, uh, you know, even Facebook, for that matter, has jumped into the facial recognition technology. Yes, and, of course uh, they have. And a, a, <laughs> a lot of law enforcement companies or uh, operations have wanted to use that. Um, and they found problems with it, especially with people of color. It, it tends to have a very, very high error rate. And, uh, you know, if it targets you and they arrest you and it's like, oops, we got the wrong person, Jeez. it's still a fairly difficult process. So uh, what has uh, happened is... Microsoft, IBM, Amazon have all announced that they're suspending any support or um, tools that they're going to sell to law enforcement. So will that, uh, will that kill this? Well, who knows, but it's sort of interesting to see that's going on. That's a hell of a deal. It is uh, Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, and uh, each and every week, Niall Nickel is with us. You can find him on Twitter at Niall Nickel. Niall's top technology tips. He uh, has a weekly email newsletter, which is filled with all sorts of information. And uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Niall Nickel. So uh, what are some other things that, that you've got for us this week, sir? You know, I'm really excited about this next one because, you know, last election cycle, I don't know about you, but I was, I, I use Facebook a lot, and I was so sick of Facebook because I, every second thing that happened on Facebook was a political ad. Um, and, you know, as we get into this November time frame, you know what's going to um, opt up is we're, we're going to really, or amp up, I should say, we're really going to get more of these political ads. Facebook has decided that they're going to let the U.S. voters opt out of seeing those political ads. So, wow. you know, I'm, I'm really sort of excited about that. Now, if I could stop seeing all the, the arguments that go on between users on my page about the different political stuff, I'd, I'd be really happy. <laughs> Niall Nickel with us today. He joins us live here in our program, and uh, each and every week we have... Uh, some great technology tips from Niall Nickel. And uh, if folks want to get on your your email list, how do they do that exactly, Niall? You know, the easiest way is uh, go to that site we were just talking about, Facebook. Go to Niall Nickel's Top Technology Tips, and uh, you see all the stories that I talk about there and then some. But the thing is, is we get to have a discussion there. Uh, you could ask questions. I answer the questions. It's really quite a novel adventure. But uh, please join me there. Now, uh... You mentioned this owl. What 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 is going on there? So you know, hey, we're locked down in this pandemic, right? And it's a worldwide situation. So there's a gentleman by the name of Graham Moss in, in England, and he sets up a uh, 
a, a live stream and puts it out on Facebook of some baby owls that have been nested in his uh, on his property. Uh, he thought it was sort of cute. He just wanted to share it with people. Actually picked up a pretty good following, except Facebook came along and they banned his site. Now, are you ready for why? They banned his site because it said he was apparently breaking rules on nudity and sexual activity. <laughs> so I guess if you're an owl, you've got to be very careful about that. I never knew that owl porn was a thing, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess Yes, that's awesome. Well, you know, I, I've been interviewing uh, porn stars for a hell of a long time. I'm going to ask them about owl porn next time. That yeah, uh, you know, if they don't have an owl in the movie now, they're, they're just not cutting heads. That's, <laughs> all I gotta know. that's awesome. Well, uh, well, Niall, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks once again, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure. Talk to you then. Thank you, my man. There he goes, Niall Nickel, and uh, that is that. We are going to take a timeout and come back with more. So. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live on Access TV, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. AMFM 247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, Radio Loyalty. Great new marketing partner with us today. And Transmedia Worldwide, absolutely amazing stuff. Let's go to them. They are one of our brand new marketing partners. Digital Lizards of Doom is a fantasy adventure series inspired by role playing, video adventure games, and Saturday morning cartoon shows. Check it out today at Indiegogo.com. Search Digital Lizards of Doom. That's I N D I E G O G O dot com. Search Digital Lizards of Doom. Give them some of your hard earned money today. Tell them you heard about it here at Transmedia Worldwide. Okay, let's do this. Let's go to the telephones. We've got a uh, we've got a great guest joining us today here on the telephone, and uh, a uh, very interesting topic today. Welcome back to it. It is the world famous Chiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast, coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio and also AMFM twenty four seven dot com. And uh, we go to the telephones. Mike, how are you, sir? Now, um, you're with RoofMax. Tell us a little about RoofMax, first of all, before we get started here. All right. So RoofMax is just a, it's a very it's a simple treatment that's applied to asphalt shingles. Asphalt has petrochemical oil that allows them to stay flexible and waterproof. You know, ultimately, your roof dries out and becomes brittle, and you need to replace it you know, for the same reason you get a pothole in the road. And this is just a simple, all-natural treatment that is spray-applied. It soaks down into the shingles and replenishes those lost petrochemicals chemicals with an all-natural bio-oil to restore flexibility and extend the life of a roof. Fantastic. So we have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. Uh, Mike is with us from 
Roofmax, and uh, they are a fantastic, fantastic group. And uh, he is the co-founder and CEO of Roofmax. He joins us today here on the telephone. So um, the topic today is how the asphalt shingle industry swindled millions out of homeowners. Tell us a little bit about this. Well, you know, I guess a little bit in defense of the, of the manufacturers, what happened was it, when I started in the roofing industry back in the mid-'80s, asphalt shingles had about one-third more asphalt than they currently have today. So today's product is about a third lighter. But in the early 2000s, the oil refineries, there was a piece of technology that was developed called a coker. And refining oil, asphalt is just a byproduct of refining oil sold into the roofing industry, sold to the asphalt for asphalt roads. And the coker, this piece of equipment, reduced the byproduct and, and reduced it to roughly, uh, it used to be about 5%, I believe. Now it's about 25 to 3% byproduct. And over a very short period of time, the cost of asphalt roofing shingles tripled in price and in road asphalt as well. And that's when you really started to see less and less asphalt being put in asphalt shingles uh, to the point where today uh, products that are 30-year shingles are lasting, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 years. You know, we see in the south down in Florida roofs being replaced at, you know, 10 years, 12 years of age. Uh, In northern markets such as Columbus, Ohio, where I'm at, um, 15, 17 years, maybe as much as 20 years. Today's products are marketed as anywhere from 30 to 50 year, and even many of them are now calling them lifetime products. So they're really not lasting as long as, as the, obviously, as the warranty states. Um, and that's mainly because there's just not as much asphalt, and they're drying out quicker. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Mike Fiesel is with us. He is a co-founder and CEO of RoofMax. And uh, he joins us today talking about how the asphalt shingle industry swindled millions of dollars from homeowners. And uh, so a Google search for this class action and roof shingles brings up many pages of lawsuits. Why are thousands of homeowners suing asphalt shingle manufacturers um just because they're having roofs that are failing quicker um than they had in the past and of course that causes damage to the home uh allows moisture or water into the attic which can cause attic mold there's there's a number of reasons but it's all it all revolves around damage um unfortunately these class action lawsuits um from from what i understand most people couldn't get their gutters cleaned out for what they're getting back from a class action lawsuit, unfortunately, in the roofing, uh, in these roofing class action lawsuits. So really the only one that seems to be winning here are, are the manufacturers. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on iHeartRadio and also AMFM. 247.com. So why does reducing asphalt content in a shingle affect its lifespan? Well, it's really all about the oil and the asphalt. And the more asphalt, the more oil, the longer it's going to take for that product to dry out. You know, I started in the roofing business back in the in 1985, right out of high school. And shingles in that time frame would last, a 20-year product would last 25, 27 years. You know, fast forward to the day where, like I said, a 30-year shingle is lasting anywhere from 10 to, you know, 17 years. Um, 
and, and there's just not enough asphalt. And it's become less and less over time, but that was really accelerated in the early 2000s, like I said, just due to the new technology for the oil used by the oil refineries. We have gone. Mike Fiesel with us today. He joins us live. He's the co-founder and CEO of RoofMax. He's with us today here on our big program, chatting a little bit about this uh, situation with asphalt shingles and things of that nature. And uh, he joins us today here on the telephone. So at what point did you decide to launch a company emphasizing shingle rejuvenation rather than roof replacement? Well, my brother Todd and I, had been in the roof replacement business for 25 years. We had really... Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast-to-coast, border-to-border on iHeartRadio. Also, AMFM247.com. The Mix on Tuesdays. It is the Sunday radio broadcast. We're going to get back into it here in just a few seconds, but we do want to tell you about one of our brand new marketing partners over there at Transmedia Worldwide. Absolutely amazing stuff. One million masks help. Oh, that's right. We need you to go over to one million masks dot help. Help protect our frontline heroes. Donate to one million masks dot help. One million masks dot help. Thank you for keeping us safe and well. We need you to go over and donate right now at one million masks dot help. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia worldwide next segment coming up right now here on our sunday radio broadcast paddonation.com introducing jewel pads a healthy choice for families that support our mission with the collaboration of the justice for my jewel campaign which sheds light on the silent suffering females have endured because of the chemical and inferior makeup of the tampons and sanitary napkins made available to them the campaign has become a healthier alternative. Jewel Pads has 10 times more absorbency and eight layers of protection. The infused Nobel Prize winning material, Graphene Strip, will provide various health benefits that potentially help relieve painful abdominal cramps, help balance the body's pH, help eliminate harmful bacteria, help with odor, help fight fatigue, boost metabolism, boost immune system, Graphene moves heat away from the core and contains vibrational energy. Jewel products include different sizes according to your feminine flow. 30% of the proceeds of sales of Jewel Pads benefits students without mother's charity. Help us in providing healthy and safe sanitary napkins to girls attending college. Our wives, daughters, mothers, and sisters deserve a choice not just to live, but to live a healthy life, you can bring real hope to women. Try Jewel at paddonation.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. We have got a great guest today. But before we do that, let's tell you about Clean Washable PPE, which is mailed direct to you. Uh, that's right. Check this out. We're hoping everyone is staying safe out there, and we want to bring an important message to you today to take the very next step. We'd like you to join GoFundMe.com 
Search clean washable PPE mail direct to you. We're looking at these images right now on your screen. Absolutely amazing stuff. They have got plenty of different models and different things. Uh, absolutely amazing. You can get more information if you've ordered 3,000 of these polyester face shields, but you still need more. And a lot of people need them. Because of COVID-19, the lockdown. Look at some of these things. These things are absolutely beautiful. Absolutely amazing. A fantastic selection. Over there, you can get more information right now and help them meet their $20,000 goal. Clean, washable, PPE, mailed direct to you. Oh, that's right. It's available at GoFundMe.com. Search clean. Washable PPE mail direct to you. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide right now. More on our big program. Watch the evolution of the roofing. I, would, I wouldn't even say the evolution, the de-evolution of the roofing industry from the manufacturer side as well as from the contractor side. You know, Today about 70% of your contractors don't do repairs. They only want to sell new roofs. And so uh, in 2012, we had somebody approach us to buy our company. Um, we, we didn't have it really up for sale, but we knew that all these things were going on in the industry. So by the end of 2012, we had sold our roof replacement company, kind of burn our ships, if you will, and uh, decided that we wanted to go down this path and kind of go to the other side of the industry. And so we spent some time um, figuring out the solution. We partnered with the Ohio Soybean Council. Uh, we brought in Battelle Labs, who's based out of Columbus, Ohio, though the largest uh, private research and development company in the world. Uh, they manage Los Alamos National Labs, as an example. And they helped us develop, develop uh, this formulation to extend the life of roofs. And so that's, it's, just been, it's just been a process from 2013. We launched in 2017 is when we launched RoofMax Technologies and started making the product available to, to the consumer. That's pretty phenomenal. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. So when you spray a shingle with the RoofMax emulsion, what changes occur? Well, from an aesthetic standpoint, all we're really doing is take, because it penetrates down into the shingle. So from an aesthetic standpoint, we do take that shingle back closer to its original color because the shingle does fade um, as those oils dry out. So we do take it back to a little richer color. Um, but, if, but other than that, we're not changing the color of the roof. It's penetrating down into the shingle um, like a sponge. It soaks down in. And then that's what resaturates those critical oils uh, that allow the flexibility. So we, 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 take, we have proven, and Ohio State University did a test, we took shingles, treated and untreated, from a home that had failed. Shingles had been removed. Uh, Ohio State packaged those up, sent them off to one of the main testing laboratories in Tampa, Florida, used by the major U.S. roofing manufacturers. And the treated samples passed the same flexibility testing uh, as required for a brand-new shingle. Wow. And so they're... Yeah, so it's, uh, but it's not really so much an aesthetic change. Like I said, somewhat we are taking that shingle back closer, darker to its original color just by the, by the nature of resaturation. Fantastic. Or where do we go for more information online? 
go to roofmax.com, 2x's roofmax.com. Uh, lots of information there, our Facebook page, as well as a lot of great videos on our YouTube channel. So, and uh, we're really getting ready to do a lot of, of national marketing. We've just partnered with Kevin Harrington, uh, who's the original shark from Shark Tank. Um, he's not only a partner with the company, he also is opening a location in his own hometown because he wanted to uh, help help consumers in his in his backyard help save uh, help save the roofs, make them last longer, keep them out of the landfill. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time, and uh, thanks for being with us, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, James. Have a great day. Thank you, my man. There he goes. We're going to take a time out. Come back with more Jerry Hauser. Incredible new marketing partner today at Transmedia Worldwide. From Boys to Men Network Foundation Incorporated. They are requesting that you give them your assistance in order to purchase computer equipment for facilitating the e-learning process brought about by the shelter-in-place demands. Facing deserving school-age children, many of the parents do not have the necessary computers, laptops, desktops, etc. to facilitate this process. So they're asking for your support. COVID-19 has devastated the demographic they represent. Exuberated by the fact that technology is almost non-existent in the homes we service, we want to raise a minimum of $50,000 to assist these families in our network. Get more information on their GoFundMe at GoFundMe.com slash F Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. AMFM 247.com, the mix on Tuesdays, and of course, live is on the radio broadcast. We have got a great new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Check out igg.me slash at slash zeitgeist app slash x. Slash two two nine seven three one oh nine hashtag slash that's right, Zeitgeist. It's the next true social platform for intercultural exchange. Let's pull the world together and explore the world together. Back them today for only $5 to support the great concept and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide, right now, more on the Sunday radio broadcast. PadDonation.com Introducing Jewel Pads, a healthy choice for families that support our mission with the collaboration of the Justice for My Jewel campaign, which sheds light on the silent suffering females have endured because of the chemical and inferior makeup of the tampons and sanitary napkins made available to them. The campaign has become a healthier alternative. Jewel Pads has 10 times more absorbency and eight layers of protection. The infused Nobel Prize winning material, Graphene Strip, will provide various health benefits that potentially help relieve painful abdominal cramps, help balance the body's pH, help eliminate harmful bacteria, help with odor, help fight fatigue, boost metabolism, boost immune system, Graphene moves heat away from the core and contains vibrational energy. Jewel products include different sizes according to your feminine flow. 
30% of the proceeds of sales of jewel pads benefits Students Without Mother's Charity. Help us in providing healthy and safe sanitary napkins to girls attending college. Our wives, daughters, mothers, and sisters deserve a choice, not just to live, but to live a healthy life. You can bring real hope to women. Try Jewel at paddonation.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live coast to coast on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. We have got a great guest today. But before we do that, let's tell you about clean, washable PPE, which is mailed direct to you. Uh, that's right. Check this out. We're hoping everyone is staying safe out there, and we want to bring an important message to you today to take the very next step. We'd like you to join GoFundMe.com. Search Clean Washable PPE Mail Direct to You. We're looking at these images right now on your screen. Absolutely amazing stuff. They have got plenty of different models and different things. Uh, absolutely amazing. You can get more information if you've ordered 3,000 of these polyester face shields, but you still need more. And a lot of people need them because of COVID-19, the lockdown. Look at some of these things. These things are absolutely beautiful, absolutely amazing, a fantastic selection. Over there, you can get more information right now and help them meet their $20,000 goal. Clean, washable, PPE mailed direct to you. Oh, that's right. It's available at GoFundMe.com. Search clean, washable, PPE mailed direct to you. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide right now. More on our big program. Marketing partner I want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Absolutely amazing stuff coming from these folks, and they are pretty damn amazing. Go over and give them some of your hard-earned money today. At, I don't even know what the hell this is. We need you to go over to YouTube. Search Best Song Pop Dance 2020 with Alan Dagel Ibgus Zilu Sion. I love the days with you. You can subscribe to Alan Dago YouTube channel and follow him for new songs. Go over to A-L-I-N-D-R-A-G-U on YouTube. Search for his stuff and follow him and do that. Do it right now. And tell him you heard about it here, Transmedia. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell this is. <laughs> I do know what the hell this is. We have got a uh, great guest coming up here in just a few moments. Jerry Hauser is going to be with us. He has got a return visit with us. He's a gentleman who's a quote-unquote gem in more ways than one. He's the dynamic business executive, president of Hattered Diamonds in San Diego. He's going to tell us about the current co coronavirus and how it's affected the diamond business, plus updating us on diamonds, like whether it's true that diamonds are still a girl's best friend. So stay tuned here on our big program. So, Jerry, how are you, sir? Good morning. Fine. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, uh, you have had to deal with a heck of a lot with this uh, 
coronavirus and this lockdown and all these shenanigans. Uh, how has this affected the diamond business? Well, it's like I think uh, most other businesses, uh, people are kind of frozen. Uh, I see most of my sales now are for smaller diamonds. Uh, my average carat weight that I was selling before was just a bit over two carats. It's closer to one one carat to one and a half carat. Uh, major market is uh, engagement rings, uh, wedding bands, and uh, even even the rings. We have a thirty percent interest in a custom ring manufacturing company in Los Angeles. And uh, make a long story short, uh, the rings they're making for our clients are basically, you know, the more in a fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar range, where before it was like twenty five hundred. And up, so and people were buying platinum are now buying white gold. I mean, it's really. I think. If, I think basically, psychologically, I think we're all in the same boat when it comes to spending money. We have got a great guest with us today. He's a gemologist. He is uh, fantastic, and Jerry Hauser with us today here on our broadcast. So. Uh, what is your background in the diamond business? Well, I, I grew up all around it. And, uh, in fact, I actually grew up around the tra- cutting trade. I had family uh, that were diamond cutters. And uh, I went to school for a I graduated college with an advertising design and marketing major. And I was doing quite well. <laughs> I did a lot of interesting things, design that I'm sure you're your listeners are familiar with, including uh, designing the logo for Sweet and, Sweet and Low, and I can go on and on. But <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, but but I, I, the Japanese people back in the late 60s and early 70s had crazy money. And uh, my, my family was selling uh, diamonds. Uh, people would come in from Japan. they go to uh, 47th Street in Manhattan and... Uh, they would buy the diamonds, but then uh, some of the Japanese folks were shopping around 47th Street, so they sent me out west here, and uh, that's how I got in. And they made me a deal that I couldn't refuse. I was making good money in the in the advertising design business, but uh, <laughs> uh, they bought me a house out here in California, in San Diego, and uh, I put them on a golf course. Uh, San Diego is one of the golf capitals of the U.S. And uh, they never saw the diamonds. They just saw copies of GIA laboratory certificates, the grading reports, and they bought the diamonds. So we were very effective doing that. So that's that's my life story, basically. <laughs> so so back up here a second. How how did you end up designing the logo for Sweet and Low? That's a hell of a story. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, wait. <laughs> it, that's a great story. I came out of college. Uh, in 1960, uh, my first job was for a tiny little bit of uh, an agency that uh, got a contract to do all the sugar bags in the world. Okay. How did that happen? Uh, in those days, they only had two printing processes. One was letterpress, which is raised metal, and it, it it goes, you know, it, it basically prints off that metal. You put the ink on it and so on. And then the other, <clears throat> which was relatively new, was offset printing, which is a thin uh, pl- 
around the cylinder. Okay. Now, the letterpress would, would put holes in the sugar bag paper because the paper was very thin. And the offset printing would smear, the ink would smear. So somebody in Bergen County, New Jersey, called Bergen Press, uh, developed rubber plate printing. And this little agency that I got my first job in, uh, got that contract. So we did all the sugar bags. And, uh, you know, and then people day. needed lo- logos. I did, I did all, in Texas, I did logo. I did them all over and printed them on the, and they printed it on the sugar bags. So that's what happened. And it's a, it was a great ride. You know, I was just a young kid then. And I did the first lady's rain hat. It was daisies on it, all daisies. <laughs> and it was printed on plastic. So that's well, awesome. here I am. Yeah, I'm about 24 years old. And what do you know? I'm walking in the rain in Manhattan. And all these ladies are wearing my rain hat that I designed. And they're beautiful. And I wanted to run up and say, hey, you're wearing my hat. You know, can I have your phone number? Ah, <laughs> uh, <never laughs> there you go. They That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> we have got Jerry Hauser with us today. He is a gemologist. He is fantastic. And he joins us today here on the telephone talking a little bit about uh just everything to do with the diamond industry, how it's been affected with uh, the old COVID-19 and uh, everything surrounding that. So uh, w- what did you major in college? Advertising design and marketing. Wow. So you go from that to being in the diamond business. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, well what can I tell you, you know? What do they say? Follow the money. But I, you know, I designed yes. my own website. I, I, I write. I wrote the the website, and I, you know, I do writing and I do some designs for other people. I do a lot of ring designs. Uh, you know, pendants. I can go on and on with stories, but it's just a, it's a great ride. When I tell you this, it's just a great ride. I, you're talking to a man, and your listeners are listening to a man that's lived a phenomenal life. Phenomenal. And I, I don't plan on dying. If somebody said that Jerry Hauser died, uh, don't look at my the box in my in the funeral parlor. I won't be in it. It'll be empty. I'll be behind my desk. <laughs> That's fantastic. It'll be empty. I have, I, I have no no reservations. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you, you you've accomplished a heck of a lot, and uh, so the diamond and jewelry business um, has. You mentioned how it's been affected from a financial standpoint. Um, how has it been affected from the standpoint of going out and getting these diamonds and doing all this stuff with this COVID? Well, that's a great question. That is such a good question. Here is a behind-the-scenes look to answer this question. Uh, De Beers is an English company. Yes. They're one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest company in the world. Even possibly even more wealthy and have better cash flow than Apple. Uh, how did that happen? Uh, in 1929 was the crash, right? It was a crash around the world. It was an economic fiasco. And so uh, when you mine for diamonds, especially in those days, uh, you have to pump out water while you're mining for the diamonds. Diamonds are always found 
near what's called alluvial deposits, which is water. And so these miners, when the market crashed all over the world, couldn't afford to pay the miners to pump out the water, much less mine the diamonds. So they sold their interest, either they sold the mine or the marketing interest to the beers. So skipping forward, when the market gets soft and the economy goes down, the beers holds back on supplying the diamond rough to the market, you see. So that's one aspect of it. Now you put in, you put that in, uh, in the right perspective now, we have the COVID virus that adds to the problem. You know, people have to be together. Some people wear masks, some don't. Even though the masks are supplied to the miners, uh, this is an, uh, an international, global type crisis. And so uh, there's less supply on the market. Now, what I can tell you is uh, it's very hard to find the very high, very high colors and clarities. And that market has firmed. And a lot of people, which they did in the 70s, uh, when we had a tremendous fear of inflation, people were buying hard assets. It was gold, it was platinum, it was silver, it was junk silver. And when they were finished that accumulation, they dipped their toes into the diamond market, and we had a run on what's called investment diamonds. Now, that market is now firming. In fact, the very best diamond uh, uh, and the the bellwether diamond to follow the market is a one-carat D, D like in David, flawless diamond. And that market just tipped up. And the rest of the market and the high qualities are firming. Now, I'm getting more calls now for investment diamonds. Okay, so that, that's pretty much how the uh, COVID, uh, the, the minuses and the pluses of the diamond market right now. Wow. That is uh, that is actually very uh, a, a very interesting deal there. We have got uh, Jerry Hauser with us today. He is a dynamic business executive. He uh, joins us today talking about the diamond business and uh, how it's been affected with COVID nineteen. So, um, I believe you were recommended by Howard Ruff and several other financial gurus. Talk to us a little bit about this. Thank you for mentioning that. That's, it was one of the highlights of my life. When people were buying diamonds in the 70s, especially the middle to late 70s, uh, a $12,000 D flawless one carat in 1975 was, was at the New York Diamond Club in New York, which is like saying the cash market is it's the New York Stock Exchange for diamonds which, by the way, I'm a member of, so I'm very familiar with the pricing then. It was, they were running, depending on how well it was cut, uh, it didn't have any haze, just a beautiful diamond. Uh, it was traveling at about 12000 a carat, plus or minus 2 or 3%. Uh, in 1979, it was $64,000 four years later. So, uh, Howard Ruff... Uh, being a member of the Diamond Club and being able to liquidate, uh, one of his people, Fred Perry, uh, contacted me. And next thing you know, I became a speaker. I was a lecturer. And Howard Ruff was not only uh, promoting gold purchases and other hot assets, he started promoting diamonds. And it's the old saying, you know, uh, an investment is only as good as it is liquid. 
And so I was able to buy and sell diamonds for people. Now, I need to tell everybody that diamonds should be looked at as a, a long-term investment. I don't want to see anybody calling me that's speculating because diamonds could be could go up 1% a year when inflation goes up 3%. So uh, I, I just don't... Uh, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want, I'll sell you a diamond for you at any price, like the best price I can get, and you can check around, see what a local jeweler or somebody else online can sell it for. Or maybe they'll buy it from you, but I doubt it. I, I doubt if they can do a better price than I do. The trick of the game is you buy close to the cash market and you sell close to the cash market. That is the way to buy diamonds for an investment. Like any diamond, any diamond. That's and I don't fantastic. want to sound like I'm making a commercial. That I know it's going to sound that way. <laughs> you know, I can't help myself. I'm not going to give the name of the company, my company again. But I just let you know is that we are liquidating more diamonds now than we're buying. More people are selling. When you talk about the COVID, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing out there. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Jerry Hauser joins us here on our broadcast. He is a diamond expert, and uh, I always love having Jerry on this program because he, uh, he's he got all sorts of inside uh, details on all sorts of things. Uh, so so the diamond business uh, with, with COVID-19 and everything, we've kind of been discussing this and batting this around. Um with with some of these different uh, diamonds and some of these things out there, these precious stones, um, how does your company liquidate some of these? Well, we go to the cash market, which is there's 19 cash. Well, there's more now. They're, they're all over the world. There used to be 19. There's 19 that I go to. Uh, they're in India, uh, Belgium, uh, Israel. Of course, New York, there's one in Los Angeles, there's a small one in Miami. Uh, I wish there was one in Texas, uh, but not yet. Anyway, so, and I go for, you know, some of the other ones in smaller countries, uh, because people in these countries have different markets, like some markets uh, are for smaller diamonds, like uh, in Singapore, uh, they're giving engagement rings now for about the last 10 years and mostly small stones. So that's a good market for me to go to. If there's anybody listening from Singapore, they want a diamond, they can go directly there to a broker. Or you can call me, obviously, but I'm just saying uh, there's specialties. There's some prices or some deals only deal in, in uh, colored diamonds. And they all have to be certified by a credible lab. Otherwise, you're buying a pig in the poke. I can say that in Texas, right? A pig in the poke. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I love it. So, uh, so w- what is the difference between uh, a colored diamond and, and some of these others, and, and what, what, what makes one more valuable than the other? What makes more valuable is the rarity. It's the same thing with investment diamonds. You can buy colored diamonds for investment. It's not a quick, uh, it's not as quick, sale. If somebody needs, thinking they may need a mini of cash, they shouldn't buy colored diamonds, I'm going to wear it. And the diamonds, the color of diamonds are made by, by, by nature. It's how they come out of the mine. There's all kinds of colors, including black and brown diamonds. You know, the trade 
uh, we don't call them, we call them brownies and black diamonds. But uh, uh, the trade, you know, the, the retail jewelers call them champagne, chocolate, you know, things that people would can relate to and think it's great. You see, but and now we have certain processes where we can take a real yellow stone. It's not a fancy stone. It's not an exotic yellow color. It's a dull yellow color. And some of them we can do put additional heat and pressure on it. And we have a way of testing it. It could be candidates for what they call high HBHD, high pressure, high temperature. And what that means is that we can duplicate what nature could do if that diamond rough originally came out of the volcano, which all diamonds come out of the volcano, uh, stayed in there long enough to fully crystallize. So we can fully crystallize the diamond with additional heat and pressure that nature would have done. Okay? And it, the same color, they're natural, there's no dyes, there's no radiation, there's no chemicals, there's, there's no fillings, there's nothing. It's just heat and pressure. And if I can't beat anybody in price, I have to finish the sentence. <laughs> I don't want to beat anybody. It's all these riots nowadays. But but basically, the long and short of it is is that uh, you can save at least fifty, possibly depending. The, the, the larger the size, the more the discount. So it's between fifty and, and seventy, seventy-five percent from the same looking diamond that's also natural that stayed in the volcano long enough. We have pink diamonds, we have blue diamonds, we have just, you know, a lot of people call it canary. In the trade, we call it uh, faint faint pink or faint yellow, uh, vivid color. Uh, you know, it, it has different yeah. training, so we, we can yeah. identify the color rather than say canary. Uh, but again, they have to be certified by a credible laboratory like GIA. Well, uh, well, Jerry, I've got to get to my next guest, but uh, I, I appreciate you being with us. Thanks for being on. Thank you very much. And I hope everybody, all your listeners, please stay safe, be well. And can I give my number? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give us all the info, brother. Give us to us. Go. Okay. My phone number here in San Diego is 619-572-8100. And I... Email address is, uh, that's, by the way, that number is good for texting also. And it, it's Jerry, G E R. PadDonation.com Introducing Jewel Pads, a healthy choice for families that support our mission with the collaboration of the Justice for My Jewel campaign, which sheds light on the silent suffering females have endured because of the chemical and inferior makeup of the tampons and sanitary napkins made available to them. The campaign has become a healthier alternative. Jewel Pads has 10 times more absorbency and eight layers of protection. The infused Nobel Prize winning material 
Graphene strip will provide various health benefits that potentially help relieve painful abdominal cramps, help balance the body's pH, help eliminate harmful bacteria, help with odor, help fight fatigue, boost metabolism, boost immune system. Graphene moves heat away from the core and contains vibrational energy. Jewel products include different sizes according to your feminine flow. 30% of the proceeds of sales of Jewel pads benefits students without mother's charity. Help us in providing healthy and safe sanitary napkins to girls attending college. Our wives, daughters, mothers, and sisters deserve a choice, not just to live, but to live a healthy life. You can bring real hope to women. Try Jewel at paddonation.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live. Welcome back. Coast. On iHeartRadio and live on Sunday Radio Broadcast. More coming up here in just a few today. moments. We have got a great new marketing Before partner. Before we do that, let's tell you about... We're going to tell you about today here, Transmedia Worldwide. Trying to pay them bills, and we're going to get things rolling here. Go over to kickstarter.com. We're hoping everyone is staying Search safe hunger, out there, a book, a bower, survival, and motivation. To today to take the very That's next right. step. It's We'd a like brand to new book. GoFundMe.com. Go search this out. Search Hunger. clean, washable PPE. A book about survival and motivation. A child left to struggle and starve in a hellish environment. Images right now on your screen. It's not possible to find enough They have got plenty. Check it out today. It is Kickstarter.com. K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-D-E-R. Search you can get more information hunger, if you've ordered 3,000 of these polyester motivation, But you still you need more. Here. And a lot of people need them. More right because now. of COVID-19, the lockdown. Look at some of these things. These things are absolutely beautiful. Absolutely amazing. A fantastic selection. Over there, you can get more information right now and help them meet their $20,000 goal. Clean, washable, PPE, mailed direct to you. Oh, that's right. It's available at GoFundMe.com. Search clean, washable, PPE, mailed direct to you. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide right now. More on our big program. We are going to hopefully have our next guest here in just a few seconds. We'll see what happens. Maybe. Maybe not. And I think we've got our next guest. Dylan, how are you, my friend? Very well, thank you. Thank you for your time. I was uh, finishing up another interview on the other line, and we called you, and we crisscrossed, but I'm glad we got you here. So, uh, so Dylan, talk to us a little bit about your latest project here, my friend. Well, uh, it uh, is a definitive account and the untold story of the split that was dubbed Megxit, how Harry and Megan split from the House of Windsor. And it is, as I said, a definitive account of how this all went down and the acrimony that existed within the British monarchy related to the actions of the prince 
and the princess and chronicles just how fractured the family was. So how, how did all this happen? Because uh, I remember reading uh, and seeing all sorts of all sorts of things about this. Uh, and, and, and this got to be a, a big deal. Um, how, how did we get to this point? Well, um, Harry has long blamed the monarchy and the media for the death of his mother, Princess Diana. Yep. And though he has been a zealous advocate for philanthropic work, the reality of the situation is he's never really adjusted to life as a royal in the aftermath of his mother's death. In Meghan Markle, he found someone who shared that same common uh, bond of being in a fractured family. Um, Not that her father or mother died, but they were divorced and equally shared the same passion for charities and, uh, and foundations that Megan did. He was besotted from the moment he met her, but there was a particular moment that really began this divide between the royal family and Harry, and that was a moment in which his brother, Prince Harry, who he seemingly had an unbreakable bond with, contacted him and said, are you sure she's the one? Not an uncommon question that any sibling would ask of another sibling. Um, But Harry was very, very upset and angered by that question and believed that it had been fueled by other members of the royal family that he asked that question. So uh, so began the great divide between Team Markle and Prince Harry and the rest of the monarchy. And there was genuine concern over what they wanted to do. Here was a couple that was uh, driven by Meghan Markle, um, to, to, to use a colloquial frame, uh, phrase, she wore the pants in the relationship, and everything that she did was not necessarily following royal protocol and procedure. Now, that may sound um, to be not of consequence to you and I, but an organisation like the House of Windsor that has been around for over 100 years, and the royal family itself has predated many, many um, hundreds of years, the reality was that not conforming to those procedures and protocols was of major concern to what they call the firm, the royal family. She was someone who uh, bucked every trend that that the royals wanted. She wore a $6,000 dress to an event. The Queen is notoriously frugal. She insisted on Princess Charlotte, Kate Middleton's daughter, not wearing leggings at a wedding when you're not supposed to show skin as a member of the royal family. And this was Meghan Markle trying to modernise the monarchy in many ways. But the reality was it ruffled royal feathers. Well, and there was a lot of folks uh, I, I seen speculating in in the tabloids and, and other things that uh, part of the reason why they uh, they weren't real happy was uh, was because of the uh, the obvious situation is that she's black. <laughs> Did that well, have anything to subtext. do with anything? I think the subtext of a lot of the coverage which riled Meghan Markle was racist. 
Yeah. I really do believe that. Yeah. And I think she was the victim of that. And in court papers filed as part of litigation against the male newspaper group in England, she has said that the royal family effectively gagged her, told her not to respond to the type of coverage that she was receiving uh, through the British tabloids. And she believes that that coverage was racist. Yeah. And that she was being subjected to this and she was not given a voice to speak up in response to it. That really upset her. This is, a, this is someone who at age 10 wrote to Procter & Gamble about a commercial that she believed to be uh, racist and sexist and wrote to First Lady Hillary Clinton. Now, I'm not saying the commercial was changed because of Meghan Markle, but she's had <laughs> advocacy uh, in her uh, blood from a very young age. She, at school, befriended minority groups as opposed to being a member of the in-crowd. So for her to be silenced was the antithesis of what she had done in the past. And we're seeing that now. It's unbecoming of a royal to respond to media reports. But now that they're ostracised from the royal family, there is a spokesperson for Harry and Meghan who are speaking out on their behalf and answering and rebutting and refuting certain allegations that are being made. That would be a no-go zone in the <laughs> royal family. Yes. So Megan has got effectively what she wanted, but one has to ask this question. Isn't there a great paradox about this whole situation? Here is a couple who said that they wanted to move to Los Angeles to avoid the limelight. Well, the limelight shines brighter nowhere more <laughs> in than LA. Los <laughs> yes. We have got a great guest with us today. Dylan Howard joins us here on our broadcast. He has got a tremendous new book, Royals at War. And uh, why are people so obsessed with the royal family? That was one thing when I was growing up, watching Entertainment Tonight and some of these different shows. Oh my God, they're obsessed with the royal family. And still to this day, these, these programs are... Uh, why is that? Is it because we don't have royalty in the United States? Look, I think life inside is gilded cage. Whether or not you are a member of a royal family or a celebrity is something that a lot of women aspire to want to have. And it is a rarefied world. It is every young woman's dream to be a princess as a child. Yes. Yes. So there is some sort of fantastical element of the royal family that um, transcends the UK into the United States. In many ways, we now have our own royal family if they are going to remain in the United States. Now that could go brilliantly well or it could go horribly well, uh, horribly bad. <laughs> One only needs to look at the instance of Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein to understand that when a royal goes rogue, the potential for calamity is high. And Meghan and Harry have divorced themselves from a salary from the British taxpayers, which means they have to pay for themselves. They can earn up to a million dollars a speech, but let's hope they don't get corrupted by rogues and renegades who will try and take advantage of them and make money for them. 
because if they get entangled with an Epstein-like character, not only does it have the potential to do damage to the monarchy, it has the potential to bring down the monarchy. We have got a great guest with us today, Royals at War, a stunning expose, the untold story of Harry and Meghan's shocking split with the House of Windsor. Uh, when when you first heard about this, what was was this all that shocking to you, or was this you kind of figured this was going to take place? Well, I first heard rumblings about their desire to want to relocate uh, towards the end of last year, and I started toiling with the idea of writing the book. And then when they formally announced that they were going to move away from the royal family. Uh, Myself and my co-author Andy Tillett and my team of researchers went into overdrive to get this book out uh, because it is such a fascinating story. Not since uh, King Edward in 1936 as a member of the royal family abdicated the family. Yep. Now, of course, he abdicated the throne, a much more uh, sensational situation. But nevertheless, Harry held a very fond... Um, part in the, the hearts and minds of many of the Brits because he was the, the relatable royal. He was the party boy who loved to drink and would go to Las Vegas and have a great time. And there was an element of society that appreciated that from him. What they don't appreciate now is the abdication. The Brits believe in the House of Monarchy. Uh, the monarchy has done a tremendous amount of goodwill over the last two decades to rebuild its image in the wake of Princess Diana's death. And even myself as a member, I'm from Australia and we are a member of the Commonwealth, um, I feel cheated that uh, a member of the family has decided that it, it's not for them. You are born into that privilege and you are expected to carry out that privilege. Yes. Um, and it's disappointing totally to agree. see... That, that someone is not following that pursuit. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Dylan Howard is with us. And uh, so what's been some of the feedback you've gotten on this book? Well, I think the most interesting thing was uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's spokesperson addressed the book by saying this is full of rumor and speculation. They said that out of one side of their mouth and out the other side of their mouth they said they will ensure in the formation of uh, Archwell, which is their foundation, that they won't make mistakes of the past, which is a tacit acknowledgement that things didn't go as planned with their exit from Britain. I think that in itself was the very first time that either Harry or Meghan has acknowledged that they may have done wrong in the way in which it was handled. Of course, this was an announcement that was made to the public before it was even told to the Queen, which is disrespect of the highest order. Yes. One thing that we do know, though, is since moving to California, the relationship between William and Harry and the relationship between uh, Harry, Charles and the Queen has began to rebuild itself off the back of COVID-19. Uh, Prince Charles contracted the disease. His grandmother, the Queen, Elizabeth, at age 94, had to self-quarantine at Windsor Castle. 
His grandfather is 99 years of age. He is a guy who's moved to the other side of the world, um, divorced himself from the family, and felt isolated and helpless at a time of need for his family. And that really set him into an emotional uh, spiral, according to people that I spoke with. What brought him out of that cycle was philanthropic work. He was photographed delivering food to those in the need uh, and homeless. And also, him and Megan volunteered at a Skid Row, the notorious gang area of uh, Los An- downtown Los Angeles. They volunteered at, at, a, at a foundation that helps reformed gang members associate back into society. So they've been doing a tremendous amount of good um, since coming to Los Angeles, as difficult as it might well have been for them. But I think that that's important. I think it's important that they're seen to be contributing to the community because that's what they pledged to do. And they're still doing that even during COVID-19, which is refreshing to see. Well, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, how do we find you online, get the book, everything else? You can uh, look at Twitter for at Detectives Page. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.